welcome to Highfalutin Ski Bum Podcast, episode number 281. It's been a few weeks, but we're back. It's your pal, Mario and Brian. Mario, what's up? Not much. We were on a long hiatus there. We had like holidays come up. We had, do we have illness? Like there was a bunch of stuff that came up. It's just life, life, Memorial Day. There was some traveling involved. Did it have and the rocket ships or something? Said, we even said a few weeks ago that the summer could be a little more sparse. We need to, yeah, we committed evaluate, retool. <laughs> we got There might be some changes happening for the podcast in the fall, but yeah, it's it's necessary. We need to, to need to we need to change things up a bit in order to grow, to get better, to get out of our comfort zone. So I think we're gonna have some 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 changes, but we need good, more free positive. interns, of course. For sure, hundred percent. But you know, again, told you, summertime might be. It's not going to be every week. It might be every other week, or however often we decide to do it. But it will be awesome every time we do it. So, thank you so much for listening. Check us out, skibumpodcast.com. We are on the socials: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Untapped at skibumpodcast. Go to your favorite podcasting apps, rate and subscribe. We got a shop. Check it out: skibumpodcast.com/shop. Mario, let's kick it off the way we always do. It's time for our pray today. All right. So for my pray today, now I've already had some medicinal things going on mm. because, you know, I need my medicine. Hemorrhoids. Uh, Got it. Hemorrhoids. <laughs> Preparation M. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> so... I found this in the store. So I'm in the supermarket, just shopping like a normal schmo. You know, holiday weekend, let me get some beers, let me get some, you know, whatever I got to get. And I see this on the shelf and I remember talking about it a few months ago and I never thought it would come to fruition because I thought just like the THC Skittles that I saw the the <laughs> news story on yesterday, I was like, I don't think they're going to let that out because, you know, of course everybody says, well, kids are going to drink it. Well, they're going to drink it if they get their hands on it. Let's put it that way. So one of the things, you know, and you would know this as a parent is if there's something dangerous, you keep it away from your kids, right? Like cleaning solutions, THC, all that stuff you keep away. You try right? to keep it away without trying to make it seem like you're really trying to keep it away. Right. The more you, you try to keep it away, the more they want it. Right. But you understand it's, it's kind of your job, your role to keep it away from them if you keep it in the house, right? 100%. Now, if they go out to the outside world and they get it, well, that's, you know, that's bad. But it's on them. So I saw this and I was like, holy crap, it, it came true. So I am going to drink. I haven't opened it yet because I'm still a little afraid. Malort seltzer. Boom. Oh, yeah. Mountain Dew hard soda, I think it's called. I don't know what they consider it. It's five, 5%. <laughs> now, they have these big thing, big letters on there. 21 plus contains alcohol. Like, there's all these warnings. And of course, somebody's going to say, Oh, I didn't know. I gave it I to didn't my, realize my it. I didn't oh, know what the T21 plus meant. I thought yeah. it meant $21. Right. Cause you would give normal Mountain Dew to your fucking five year old, right? Like, oh that's a bad God. parent. I mean, come yeah. on. So, this is, they have three different flavors that I. Was that I, like I, what Honey Boo Boo used to drink? <laughs> was it like Red Bull and Mountain Dew. Still does. Yeah, um, sure. So I'm pouring this bad boy. It looks uh, looks like a seltzer slash soda. So now nice... what is that? So what is it? Oh, that is some color. That's not a color that occurs in nature. 
It's in my sip of sunshine glass too. It's that's sacrilege. Just, that's just I'm, blasphemous right there. Wrong. Why don't wrong. you just go piss in your beer? But look at it, It's like uh, if I had like, if this was lit like underneath with a light, like that would be a cool color, right? It's like, like a lava it, lamp. Iridescent blue. Like it's pretty nice. Or like a fish um, tank. Like color. a fish tank. So, so now what is it? So is it a soda? Is it a seltzer? Like what does it say it is exactly? It just says Mountain Dew hard. <laughs> Whatever. It's like if you if you've had Mountain Dew, here it is. But it's just a hard version of it. Yeah, it just says. I don't know what they officially classify it as a hard soda or. I actually saw. I think Budweiser had on the shelf a hard soda, and they had three different flavors. I was like, that's only matter. Like I'm surprised there's not hard soda out there already. Yeah. You know they had not your not your dad's root beer or whatever, and they've had it, right. but not in mass. And I'm like, you know, they've done the seltzers. Like, this is not far away. There's a booze version of everything, isn't there? Chocolate Why milk, not? water, whatever. Yellow. Hard Jello shots. I mean, we that was back in the day. Jello, Jello shots. Shots. I wonder who invented the Jello shot. You know, probably I Benjamin wonder. Franklin. Ben Franklin, Ben Franklin with the devil. <laughs> Goddamn water boy. Whenever that's on, I watch it. it. Was on the other day when Ben Franklin, he was the devil who invented who, who invented electricity. I did. Ben Franklin, the <laughs> devil. Ah, <laughs> uh, and there's all these articles about like Mount uh, of. <laughs> there's a bunch of haters out there people are like are shocked that it's out there I'm I prefer like, my do to be non-alcoholic <laughs> I prefer so, to have weed and my Mountain Dew oh that actually might be next that just seems like a natural natural synergy right there I think you just let the cat out of the bag so apparently the exact origin of the Jello shot is unknown as gelatin and alcohol mixtures predate the commercialization of gel O in 1897. Several precursors to jello shots have been described, such as a recipe in the 14th century, Le Viendel de Talevant, for aspic flavored with wine. Huh. The invention of gelatin powders in the 19th century resulted in the popularization of jellies, some of which involved combining alcohol with gelatin. Wow. 1862, it's in a, a recipe book. So, damn, it's been around for a while. But the modern Jello shots originated in the 1950s when Jello was at its height of its popularity in the U.S. Multiple sources attribute the creation of the modern Jello shot to American satirist and musician Tom Lehrer, hmm. who claimed to have invented the Jello shot as a way to circumvent a ban on alcohol at a Navy base he was stationed at. Nice. Genius. Are you, are you sure it wasn't Bill Cosby trying to get that roof in and everybody? Oh. oh. Just I had to throw it in there. Allegedly, perhaps. Let's spitball. Let's spitball it a little here. That is that is true American ingenuity right there. It is. You're like, how can we get alcohol into this product? It's like, I don't know. We gotta do they're saying no booze here. I'll just bring a ton of jello and I'll just are we gonna, some vodka in it. Are we gonna find cures to all these diseases? Fuck no. We're gonna find a way to, to make jello like alcoholic. Uh so yeah, they're just listing it as a hard seltzer. Um and they advertise the perfect combination of your fav- favorite Mountain Dew flavors includes full flavored options like original. So it's original Mountain Dew with five percent alcohol. 
Baja Blast, Black Cherry, Watermelon, um, and they're all zero sugar, 110 calories. So this says it has zero sugar. So I drank it. It tastes like a, it tastes like a soda seltzer, like not like your syrupy Mountain Dew. Uh, but I hate anything with like NutraSweet in it or aspartame, whatever the hell is in it. And this is zero sugar. So there's probably a lot of fake gross sugar, fake product. chemical gross. Yeah. Like so, all the stuff that I've done to eat healthy. In the last week or two, just negated by by this one sip. Um, this is the Baja Blast f- flavor. So I'm not a big Mountain Dew drinker. Uh, I know the regular flavor, what it tastes like, and I have a big tall boy in the fridge on that one. Now the idea was, how many ounces is this? Thing? This has to be like 22 ounces. It's like a big can. 24 ounce. Yeah, this is a tall boy. So. The idea originally was my wife and I were going to split one or two of these and try them on the weekend. And I think I told Brian that we things kind of got off the rails. They got a little off the rails on Saturday and we had a great fun time at the beach and walked back. And uh, the next day we just kind of chilled out and that was about it and forgot about these in the fridge. So they've been in there for a while and, uh, yeah, I got to say, not my favorite, but I get that if if you're a soda drinker and you like something with a little more flavor than a seltzer, because the seltzers are really very light, this is probably in your wheelhouse. So if you're, you know, like a teenager, this is perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, back to the whole thing. Yeah, yada, yada, yada. Teenagers love this. The hard do. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just only a matter of time that... It- that was going to come out. Remember they had like a breakfast Mountain Dew for a while too? Did they? They had like some special. Instead of breakfast. having syrup on your pancakes, just have one of these kind of thing. I, I don't know why. Right. Because I, I have a friend who doesn't drink coffee, doesn't like coffee. He okay. drinks a Mountain Dew for breakfast. I guess. It's kind of a trade off, right? It was called Kickstart. No. It was a breakfast soda. It had less calories, I think. I wonder if the black cherry is like the red zone one. Wasn't that one of their flavors? Red zone was actually really good. Red zone was good. And regular Mountain Dew. I, I'm, I used to drink it when I, when I used to stay up late. When I was 11 playing video <laughs> you know, games. Yeah. Before, before the diabetes set in. Yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> before my leg fell off from the beatus. I used to love Betis. Mountain Dew. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the whole zero sugar, whenever I see that, I'm like, yeah, I'd rather just have like, I don't know, vodka seltzer or something, but it almost tastes like, try it again. I remember when I had my first apartment and the Code Red came out, we used to, I used to buy like by the case Mountain Dew Code Red and have it with vodka, with Svetka vodka. Nice. And they call that a Vince Vaughn. A Vince Vaughn. I like that. It was delicious. This has a good taste. You know, it was super fat too. (laughs) Super fat. (laughs) Like super fat. With a PH or F? No, just F. It's a big old fatty. So if you like fake sugar, you probably will like this. Like if you like Coke Zero or Diet What does the Baja have to do with it? Does it have some sort of like Chipotle flavor or something? Dude, it's the Baja and the Blast. It's kind of like a... um, They're both B words, man. It works. It's like a berry flavor. So I I can't describe it because it's not like a flavor that exists in real life. This is lab created flavor, probably. Well, I will tell you something. We're talking about breakfast Mountain Dew. I did find a recipe, 
a recipe, a recipe, a website with a recipe for how to make Mountain Dew waffles. So this is there's Mountain oh. Dew in the waffle and in the syrup. I kind of like that. That's that's this genius. Is psychotic, but intriguing. Yeah, Mountain Dew waffles. Hmm. Think about it. So I say the links, but now you can make them. Imagine making them with the hard Mountain Dew. Yeah. With the hard drunk off your breakfast syrup because oh. you know why not right? Yolo. I would rather use regular Mountain Dew without the without the fake sugar, the full mm. sugar one, yeah. and then put some vodka in it. That there would be go. my preference. Mm. Um, so they consider this. They say so basically beer Mountain Dew wasted their whole goddamn time making this product for you. <laughs> wasted their goddamn time. Goddamn. So Total Wine and More on their website because of course Beer Advocate, I couldn't find it on there. Um, <laughs> they're like how dare you sir beer Good type day. is seltzers and flavored beverages and beer style is hard soda and the can doesn't really say anything just says Mountain Dew so you know I yeah, kind of like the taste of Mountain Dew so if this didn't have the fake, fake sugar it would probably be like I don't know 300 calories and that would probably be better than than this because I just don't like fake sugar so they've basically boozed up every kind of beverage at this point. Except syrup. Cho- chocolate milks, water. We're just talking about syrup. Like you can make your own hard syrup mm-hmm. for paint. Like that actually wouldn't be bad. When are they going to start putting a- booze in food? Yeah. Like imagine you- they have like get they have like hard croissants. So you're getting like hammered off of eating croissants. Oh, how about this? THC pancakes with Mountain Dew booze syrup. Or even better, like, you know, I have the chocolate croissants, you have the chocolate in the middle. Imagine a THC butter made croissant with the Mountain Dew goo in the uh, middle. Or with <laughs> like, imagine a, everyone's, everyone's just going to be high and hammered everywhere they go. Like, high that's, and just, that's our future. Well, that's, that's like, you know, why would the metaverse? My wife and I, we wake up my wife. on the weekend, and my wife, and she usually drinks a coffee black. But on the weekends, there is that Kirkland Country Irish cream going into the thing. Oh, we've definitely talked about that in the past. I know, and it's good. It's like you just It only do... comes in a six-gallon size, right? Dude, it's delicious. You don't notice the difference between that and Bailey's. You don't. It's phenomenal. And I got to say, you know, all, you know... Total transparency. I love Bailey's, but the fact that they've created like all these flavors of Bailey's just pisses me off. And mm. and I'm kind of anti-Bailey's because why, of it. Why shouldn't the Bailey family have a private jet? They got to sell more product. They got to add some more flavors to it. You know, I like the flavors, but then you say Bailey's and people don't know what you're talking about. It used to be, oh no, I want a Bailey's. Like, you know, you want a scotch, you want a um, Glen, Glen Livet. You know what that tastes like? There's not a Glen Livet cinnamon <laughs> to taste what, like a fucking uh fireball right what about if bailey's teams up with mountain dew that that probably would work that's probably one of their flavors at this bailey do <laughs> bailey do i'll have a bailey do i've had it's right let me <laughs> a get pint a of bailey, bailey do yeah, you gotta order it like in canada i want a double double oh that's what the other thing that happened that's why we took the hiatus in canada oh you were yeah, last were, last week actually weekend. went, huh? This time last week, I was in Canada. So they do That's strip great. search you, full cavity body search at the border. So if anybody's going, you better grab your butt and just so kind of get ready. In case for COVID's it. like way up your asshole, exactly. Sure there. 
Well, they want to make sure they give it to you too, you know, just in case. Naturally. Um, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I didn't have, well, it was, let's just say it was better than my trip last year. Last year, they made themselves on the, probably in the top three shittiest places I'd ever want to go. Mm. And this year they kind of moved to, they're below the top 10 shittiest places I want to go. Okay. Well, I'm still not a big fan, but we'll see. Now we're talking again about going back to Calgary, but going in the summer this year and who the fuck knows if that's going to happen. Lake Louise. Yeah. I want to buy a place in Calgary is what, is what I'm, that's my goal. I want to have a ski house up there, Powder Highway. Brian will be going up there. We'll be podcasting out of there. I don't know if I'm allowed up there. I think I'm on Trudeau's like uh, shit list. Well, yeah, should you should be. be. I hate you that guy. Be vaccinated to go over number one, and you don't. One have of to only two confused. countries, two countries yeah. that has that ridiculous rule still in place. It's ridiculous. Um, I think Germany's one of the other ones too. Might be Belgium. It's I think one Germany. Of those- Germany, you have to be vaccinated and boosted or because we were looking at Oktoberfest. I think they're I think, dialing you know, that back the last few weeks. Most countries have been. That's what I'm hoping. And NFL, for, like the Tampa Bay Bucks are going to play in, they're playing Seattle in Bayern Munich Stadium in Munich just after Oktoberfest. And I'm like, this is going to be great. We'll go there and the whole thing. I think it's like two weeks after Oktoberfest ends. I'm like, it would be great to go. But they're like, you got to be vaccinated and like double boosted or something. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I'm not taking yeah. more of that stuff. I already, you already got me on the, the vaccine, but screw those guys. Yep. But I, hear you. I don't know. I don't know. Somebody's got to invent. I, I, I just got to believe the Japanese have another version of this that's better. They always do everything better, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boom. How about sake? Sake in something. I don't know. Sake soy sauce. <laughs> like sake infused Mountain Dew? Yeah. That, why not? Sake Dew? Well, they probably have a sake Kit Kat. Remember they have those, all those? Oh, yeah. They have all those different flavors of Kit Kats, right? Yeah. Green all tea in Japan. And, yeah. Just go on Amazon. They have all these crazy flavors, all all from Japan. I'm like, wow. It's like a, a plethora of flavor. We've definitely talked about that in the past. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So I uh I've gone in a similar direction, but not quite to the do direction. Not the do. And I've talked about this product in the past, last summer for sure, because when I first found it. Do they have an alcoholic Joe Cola now? Is what we're talking about. <laughs> Malort. Malort and Jolt. I've combined oh, finally. That actually probably would be pretty good. I mean, why not? Right? Yeah. Jolt was like the like the jam, like back in like middle school. It's like, dude, you got some jolt. You're like, whoa, he's got jolt. When I went to school in Buffalo, like it was one of the only areas that was selling it at the time. And we were like, dude, you gotta try this. And I remember drinking it while I'm on these long rides at night because I used to you know, I used to drive everywhere, you know, back home and and up there. And I just remember like I was like, I didn't really like it, but I'm like, why not? I even took the um, the caffeine pills for a while. I talked to oh, a guy like the no dose. The no dose. I talked to a guy at work, and he said uh, he actually went to Penn State, and he said he was studying for exams, and something came up where they're like, "Oh, you don't drink coffee?" He's like, "No, I don't drink coffee anymore." I'm like, what do you mean anymore? He's like, "Well, he's like in college." 
I guess he was had a time where he was really stressed about exams. So he stayed up like for two days in a row, drinking a ton of Coke and taking the Vibrin and the, the, the Nodos and whatever. And he said he was like to the point where he was sweating and he went in, the, the teacher saw him said, come back tomorrow and take the test. Just go get some sleep. Oh my God. <laughs> it was that messed up. I was like, that's crazy. So he's like, yeah, ever since then I can't drink any caffeine. I'm like, uh-huh. That's an interesting story. Another interesting story. Jolt Cola available at most Dollar Generals. Boom. And it says cans are usually on a lower shelf within the Valley of Value discount section. No. Oh, all right. So not sure. And that's if Dollar General. That. that is Dollar General, my friend. I'm gonna have to look for it. So yeah, Dollar General is the hotspot for Jolt Cola if you're oh. interested. I think anyway. they should be a sponsor. If they're listening, <laughs> sponsor us. That'd be great. We could we could bring Jolt Cola just like PBR was brought to the ski mountain. Yeah, why can't they have like Jolt skis? That'd be pretty cool, right? Jolt PBR. <laughs> JBR. I don't know. I think hard jolt, man. That could be hard jolt. Hard jolt. How do you like your jolt? I like it hard. It's good advertising. <laughs> hard good jolt. Slogan, right? yeah. Hard jolt. Get that jolt. Yeah. So I am going back to my favorite hard seltzer because the last couple of weekends have been very nice. The weather in this area, been in the out in the Don't sun. Tell me it's the fucking Kirkland's one. Oceans. <laughs> Kirkland one. It it's it was a disappointment. It was a major disappointment. But it's a giant yeah. pack, and every time I look at, it, I'm There's like, so many cans. <laughs> like I'm never gonna finish them. Like I don't even like them. They're just around. Still have them. I've got a couple left floating God, around. You yeah. gotta just give them out. Be like, like here you go, neighbor. Well, it's summertime, someone will drink them. Happy yeah. Tuesday. Here you go. Yeah. So I got my favorite hard seltzer, which I found last week. They're not everywhere, uh, but they are local to this area. And it is the Cape May hard seltzer. Nice. That's a grapefruit made with fresh juice, crafted on the Cape. It's like four and a half percent, 97 calories, not too hard, not too heavy. I uh, I got two 12 packs of these. And I brought one to a, we had a pool party weekend a couple weekends ago at my wife's aunt and uncle's. Nice. I think I drank like seven of them in two days. Oh, wow. But I was never like hammered. It was just like, you just have, like what I would do is I'd have one of these and then I have one normal non-alcoholic seltzer. One of these, not non-alcoholic. And I was like, just totally fine. Just a little bit, you know, a little something going on. You're kind of pacing yourself. I like that. Totally. Yeah, in the sun. I had my family around. You don't want to get too stupid because a couple oh, years yeah. ago, I've gotten too stupid. Well, I have. But uh, so nah, I'm, I'm say drinking these. So. I know. <laughs> and uh, a femme member was making paella, like from scratch. Ooh. They had the whole like propane tank with the table and the paella tray. I had. Oh, they, th- did they have the big paella pan? Oh, yeah. It was oh, like bigger legit. than like a pizza pan. Well, he's legit. He owns like a catering company and has a restaurant. Dude, like that crusty part, like on the bottom. Oh my God. Like it's the most delicious thing in the whole world. So Puerto Ricans, we call it the, the pegal. So it's like the burnt part of the rice. Yeah, yeah. Crunchy. And sometimes it's like together and you can like pick it up like a brittle. Oh, dude, totally. You could, it was almost like awesome. a, like a burrito shell. Yeah. I, and so they made a whole big thing because you don't actually, after you mix it all up, you don't you don't like at first you i guess you mix it but after that you let it just sit and that's when right. it gets all like crispy and crusty i went home with two big rectangle to go containers i had paella for seven days in a row after that so awesome good. but i had three plates of it while i was drinking these so i think that oh. rice just absorbed everything 
Dude, that's a whole complete meal. Think about it. You got oh. your meat and rice. Like you don't need anything else. Maybe Dude, a little salad on the side. Chorizo in there, mussels, shrimp, chicken, pork. Like it was so freaking good. Mm, Out of this delicious. world. Delicious. Yes. So this one's the grapefruit one. So last year, I, think I talked about it. I got the variety pack. Last year, they had mango, they had grapefruit, they had black cherry. And I'm totally missing one. Mango, grapefruit, black cherry, watermelon. Amazingly, the watermelon was the worst flavor. Usually, I'm a big watermelon fan. Very disappointed. Watermelon was the worst. It depends on the flavor profile that go with the watermelon. If you, so go, you have Jolly Rancher to fresh watermelon taste that they're like two ends of the spectrum. Completely different. This year, though, Cape May changed their variety pack. They axed the watermelon. Apparently, I was not the only one disappointed. Wow. They brought in pineapple. So, Pineapple's delicious. Pineapple's good. And the thing is, all these seltzers, they're super mild. They're not too strong. They're not overly sweet. They're really, really good. So yeah. if you're in the uh, New Jersey-ish area, I'm sorry. But go out and see if you can grab some of these hard seltzers because they That's are very awesome. good. Yeah. So, delicious. Light, grapefruity, yummy. So I've noticed with the seltzers, the um, mangoes are hit or miss depending on the flavor of mango they use. It's easy to screw that one up too. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Mango, mangoes are usually pretty good. The watermelons are hit or miss. Mangoes are good. And the pineapples, oh, is a home run. Yeah, pineapples and black cherries are usually pretty good too. Black cherries are good, and sometimes like mixed berries or something like that are pretty good. But uh, yeah, mangoes like that's the other go-to. I've not been drinking a lot of beer. I've been kind of keeping things very light lately. You know, I've been a uh, whatever you want to call me, I'll take it. I've been (laughs) drinking a lot of seltzers. It's exactly what happens. Um, I don't even know what happened to us, man. I don't know. Well, it used to be the days of the, uh, you know, super, super hoppy IPAs. And now I'm like, I have one or two of those. I'm like, I got to switch to something else. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. Just out of I practice. I got I stuff miss to them. do. Yeah, I know. I miss them. Yeah. Even we'll bourbon. Like I had a nice bourbon night a few weeks ago. Yeah. And uh, that hit the spot. Do little old fashions. Then I went to bourbon and a little more bourbon. And it was kind of good. I only had like three bourbons, maybe four and some other drinks in there. And it was all right. Yeah. Kind of smooth out the night. Well, it's a good thing you're watching your beer intake because beer uses a lot of water. And apparently because of climate change, we're trying to find new ways to make beer. So the good folks in Singapore have decided Perhaps we could just use urine to make beer. So it yes. comes from the beer, it goes to the beer, right? Yes, you heard me correctly. Urine. Damn. Is that kind of a filtered water or just urine? I mean, it is technically sterile when you pee. It did filter out through your body. Yeah. In a world facing increasing threat of water shortages due to the climate crisis, Singapore has decided to try something different to tackle the issue. Their water agency is rolling out a craft beer that is mostly made from wastewater. Wow. The sewage is treated to become ultra clean water before it is used to create the tropical blonde ale. So, or is it only women, blonde women, whose pee they use to make the tropical blonde ale? That would be pretty amazing. If they could guarantee that, I think that would be a bigger marketing thing. 
Yeah, right. So instead of using valuable water supplies, the 95% water part of the beer is all recycled. Hmm. They already treat their sewage to create what they call new water, which then gets pumped back into the system and is mainly used for industrial and air conditioning purposes. Its National Water Board says it does this to cushion water supply against dry weather. This wow. new brew, a craft beer which describes itself as having a toasty, honey-like aftertaste, is another way of keeping Singapore hydrated while protecting its water supplies. Wow. You know, people want to get a little buzz on, you know, they could just have a little marijuana. Just saying. Oh, not in Singapore. They'll cut your fingers off for that. I'm saying if they did, that really conserves water. I think Singapore, well, how much water is used to grow weed? Well, that's you know, the other thing you got to look at, right? Yeah. I think there's the the fake one. There's the fake marijuana. (laughs) I think weed, you actually get kicked out of the country for it. Damn. At least that's how it used to be. But you probably get fentanyl pretty easy. (laughs) Right. Singapore, they make a lot of pharmaceuticals, right? I think Andrew said, I think Andrew said when she lived there, the head of like the Dean's son or something got caught with weed and they got kicked out of the country. Damn. Their own country got kicked out. Well, they were all like Americans. Oh, they were. What would happen yeah. if he was like a national? Like, just kill him. Well, this is like the fancy school, like for expatriates. Ah, uh, so. it's kind of nutty, but yeah, beer. I mean, it's only gonna get weirder, my friends. You know, they're gonna have lab-grown meat. We're gonna have beer made of piss. Damn. What's I, I'm wondering about Dave's killer bread. Oh. Like Dave's killer bread. I feel like that guy murdered people and needed to figure out a way to get rid of bodies. And there's like a little bit of like bodies in the bread. Like that's it's just my, bread. well, yeah, I read the back of the package. Apparently Dave was in jail for 15 years and his get family out. had a bakery and he came back to the bakery and he's like, I'm getting myself straight. I'm going to make phenomenal bread. Was he a killer? Cause that would make sense with the killer and the well, killer bread. I, they don't exactly say that, but they said he was in jail for 15 years. So it wasn't like a Dewey. I mean, something, so, something had to go down. So if he got rid of the bodies in the bread, and you ate it. Yes. He could say, I told you what was in it. There's killer shit in it. Natural flavors. Natural. That's natural flavors. Natural flavors, Boom. right? Dave's killer bread. Damn. Think about it. So I just looked up cannabis in Singapore. It's illegal. Maximum 10 years in prison. Possible fine of 20,000. As well as caning under the Misuse of Drugs Act. So I never understood the caning. So that they're like, they have like this... I guess martial arts master that actually hits you with a stick. Like, I don't know. Is that good or bad? Like, is it, can I pick the cane out? Like instead of a switch, like (laughs) instead of a big bat, can I pick like a little feather and you hit me with that? No, that's not really how how it works. How does work? And who decides? Like, what are the rules on caning? Are there different gauges of wood that's used in the cane? Is it like bamboo? What's balsa wood? I want balsa wood. Balsa wood. (laughs) Fucking hit me with that thing. Cause you know, they give you like a ski. Did someone just beat you with a ski? (laughs) (laughs) Ski. If they find you like doing some stupid shit on the ski area, they cane cane you with a ski. This would solve a lot of problems. That would be awesome. Right? Or snowboard. Ooh, even worse. How about this? They beat you with your own ski or snowboard. That's that's how it's got to be. So if you're a snowboarder, you get beaten with a snowboard. If you're a skier, you hit with a ski. This is where the skinny skis might come in handy. (laughs) That's right. I get my skinny skis. I think I'm going to do some stupid stuff today. (laughs) Snowblader. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Hit me as many times as you want. That's right. That's right. I feel nothing. I'm a god. <laughs> Damn. Yep. 
Oh, crazy, Singapore, crazy, man, crazy. given the death penalty because he's found with two pounds of cannabis. Two pounds? I got that sitting in my basement. Damn. For personal consumption. Per PC. So two pounds, death. That's death. What if he had like 1.9 pounds? <sighs> Semi-death? Almost almost dead. Almost Cained dead. death. Cained to death. Caning. Caned to death. <sighs> Damn. Well. Speaking of caning and death, let's go to ski news. You get beaten with your own ski, right? Yeah. How about uh, 2021, 2022 record breaking ski season? Boom. Not beaten with a cane, beaten with visitors into the Rocky Mountain region, seeing the highest spike in those visitors. Reports show 61 million skier visits in the U.S., more than 25.2 million in the Rockies. A record-breaking ski season brought visitation up 3.5% across the country from 2020 to 2021. Visitation numbers, according to the National Ski Areas Association, there were a total of 61 million skier visits in the U.S. during the season. The Rocky Mountain region reported the highest increase with more than 25.2 million visits. This is Damn. a record high for the area comprising New Mexico, Colorado, Utah, Wyoming, Idaho, and Montana. The Northeast, Midwest, and Pacific Southwest regions also saw an increase in visitation. The only regions to see a decrease were the Southeast and the Pacific Northwest. Interesting. Hmm. Despite record visitation, many ski resorts reported that they had issues attracting and retaining staff throughout the season. At least 81% uh, of the ski resorts polled said they were not fully staffed. Wow, 81%. The average damn. number of positions left unfilled was 75. Whoa. Wow. That is a lot of positions. But, you know, again, as long as you got people running the lifts, you got this, the... Uh, you know, people maintaining the snow, snow guns, the cat drivers. Lift and that's what you get. Everybody help yourself to sheets, change your own sheets, right? Well, that's kind of shows where the priorities really are. You know, folks like us who we're not, we're not there for the resort part of it as much. We're not there for all the fanciness. As long as the lifts are running, hey, lifts aren't running. They're on your skins. Let's go up there. As long as there's snow and an incline, like we'll make it happen. Yeah, I got to say Very one of the things that I noticed recently traveling is they started doing like full, you know, they, they do the beds and they do the room service like every day again. And it's kind of nice to get that little touch of, hey, they're actually taking care of things again. And because you're paying this, you were paying the same price during COVID and they weren't doing anything. They were like, all right, you got a room. We're still paying <laughs> Yeah, however much yeah. it was. You clean no yourself, breakfast. boy. Yeah, no breakfast, no towels, no turn announcer, no, nothing. Not even changing bed sheets. Like you had to request everything special. It's like, so I stayed here. You didn't do anything. It was like a VRBO at a hotel price. And it's like, mm. really? Like now they're getting at least back to it. So I don't know. I think uh, if you're going to be a resort, you got to hire the staff. You got to recruit them somehow. Have a place for them to stay. You got to fire some of your dead weight managers and, and high level executives that really don't bring any value to your bottom line. 
and bring people in who will give the folks the service they want and are paying for. Yeah. Well, you right. got to allocate enough affordable housing for workers. You know, that's jack that's, up the jack up the price of those passes. Yeah. Yep. I mean, have somewhere for these people to stay, but uh yeah, we'll see how it goes next year, but it's uh it's amazing like some things just did amazingly well during COVID. So it'll be interesting to see what happens after, right? Yep. Very interesting last few years, and they're going to be very interesting going forward too. So, yeah. All right. Next up, we have if you're in Australia, you're pretty freaking happy because all the ski resorts have opened ahead of schedule after a big early season storm. Boom. So great news for all you Aussie skiers and snowboarders. Assuming you're not locked in some sort of quarantine <laughs> COVID camp. Yeah, that's the other thing, right? Um, so as uh, all ski resorts in Australia's Alpine regions are kicking off the season a week early after winter blasts swept through uh, the southeast of the country. Um, they said it's been a lean couple of years for the ski business. So I guess they've been having... You know, not great snow, you know, not as much snow. And a lot of um, employees and skiers locked up in camps yeah. by the government. And with COVID-19 restrictions, lockdowns, travel bans heavily affected the ski industry. It's understandable resorts were eager to get a jump on the season. Now that things are sort of returning back to a, a normal-ish condition. So it's kind of good timing after a whole bunch of stuff just kind of messed them up like bad snow and COVID just did everything they could to get in the way of letting them have a decent season. So uh, now hopefully they'll reap the rewards. Everybody get back to being outdoors and skiing outside and realize nobody's spreading COVID being on a ski mountain by themselves or very well distance apart. Yeah. They're saying resorts in the new South Wales and Victoria kick things off early parisher pulled the trigger for an early start and it was all prompted by a 30 centimeter snowfall on may 31st so 30 centimeters in american what does that mean it's like a foot <clears throat> i guess average of 37 centimeters so yeah, it's a foot and change yeah it's just a, right around a foot 30 centimeters a foot so look at that not too nice. shabby so they did pretty well. Yeah. So in Victoria, Mount Hotham, probably pronouncing that wrong, False Creek and Mount Buller. So I think Perisher is part of one of those big passes and so is Hotham. I'm not sure. Yeah. I think one of them, I think they're both on the icon. One of them definitely is. I don't know. Perisher, I think is one of them. That's a uh, threadbow. The other big ones. And, okay. uh, they will be opening the season on the Queens something. Uh, the Queens like live still, I guess. And uh, they're doing a big party for her. So I think they're opening oh, yeah. on her day. Jubilee. The uh, 70th, new Jubilee. Platinum. 70th year. They So I was wondering what a Jubilee is. And they're saying, I thought it was like 75, but they're saying she's been in, at, she's been the queen for 70 years. So this is the celebration, which I'm like, yeah. that's pretty amazing. Yeah. She's what like 90 she something now. Like, what does she even do really? The queen. She freaking hangs out. And you know, it's funny there, there were, I actually saw it. So icon passes is hot ham. Um, okay. <laughs> but I was watching it this morning cause it was on because 
you know, inflation doesn't exist anymore and a war in Ukraine doesn't exist. And there's a lot of stuff where politically you want to kind of hide what's going on. So, hey, why not show the Queen and the Jubilee, which is news. And and I get it. Everybody everybody likes that, you know, uh, kind of a fantasy for uh, some people. So it's it's kind of cool to see it on TV because it's a little, little break from things. Um but it's just kind of weird how all of a sudden you turn on the TV to see like, Hey, what's going on with the war and with all this other stuff. And now it doesn't exist. We got the queen and her Jubilee and big celebration. Now, now that the Johnny Depp trial is over, you know, that was the other thing, Johnny Depp. And they couldn't show the, uh, Jis Lane Maxwell trial. Yeah. But they could show this one. Exactly. Because the government cares about you. Exactly. We care about uh, you. So we're all gonna protect, we're gonna protect the uh, the people from all these horrible things. Yes, we're hear about, about Amber Heard's <laughs> fecal delivery. That's right. Fecal so delivery. the last few weeks have been dominated by Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, and now the Queen and Jubilee. But they were talking on TV this morning. And they're saying how she's very down to earth, and you know she'll they'll have dinner, and then she'll. She'll want to do the dishes and she has Tupperware in there. Like, you know, saying how she's very calm and everything. I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, that's really cool. But you realize she's a queen. So she does have servants all over doing a lot of shit for her all day. Yeah, like, stop, she's stop not doing it alone, Andre. Stop laundry. it. Yeah. yeah. So does she have to go to work? No. Does she have to do it online? But, you know, there's a lot of stuff they do. And I kind of like the idea of them. And even though I have... Other ideas that it's a little creepy, but whatever. Uh, yeah, nice to be celebrated. Partying in breads. Hey, it's a good damn reason for a party, right? Everybody yeah, they had a parade not? and shit. So, yep. Whatever. They're gonna important. have to fight the Russians next. Important stuff. <laughs> better, better ramp up the army for that parade because Russia might be <laughs> on your doorstep soon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, speaking of on your doorstep, how about Killington Resort? extends the season to at least June 4th. I am recording huh. this on June 2nd and it's not going to be out till after the 5th. So how is this going to be closed by now? Latest closing in 25 years. Is that witchcraft or is this just lying? Uh, I mean, there's some tulips growing, but they got this, they got the uh, superstar strip still going. So they'll be running open. that super G on there. <laughs> yeah. Right. That would I be would want to see them right? do the world cup on that shit right now. That'd be the great. summer remix version of the World Cup, summer right? Summer remix. That's right. So they're going to be open next weekend. Well, which will have already happened after this podcast is released. Latest closing since 1997. Damn. Which is pretty impressive. Grooming team is working hard to patch any weaker spots that pop up over the next few days with the goal of continuous top to bottom skiing and riding. But walking will be required to get on and off the lift. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's the only U.S. resort still open for skiers and riders in the East. It's been open Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, spending the Superstar Quad till 5 p.m. Damn. So they're going to be open Saturday and Sunday if conditions allow. In 1997, the resort closed on June 22nd, which is Mm -hmm. insane. That's pretty cool. And then kind of similarly, A-Basin in Colorado is closing June 5th as well, ending Colorado's longest season. Wow. So Killington's competing with a basin with a basin. With cool huh. a basin is where it's located. It doesn't get like a lot of direct sun. I guess that, that that's probably not actually accurate. 
but the is way the mountains covering it well it's kind of tucked in in a way that it doesn't get all the heat that a lot of the more exposed mountains get um and they got snow last week too they got like nine nice. inches of snow which is crazy so at what point do they classify something as a glacier is it certain amount of snow continual snow because if you keep dumping fake snow on something could you create your, your own, own glacier? glacier? What's well, like the superstar glacier, as they call it, of it, Killington, yeah. right? Just, just create your own glacier. Why not? Snow, yeah. Change global warming that way. Is that possible? But wasn't that the, wasn't that they were doing in Europe? They were trying to protect the glaciers by putting these oh, the uh, covers, covers like blankets over them, like solar That's blankets. Or great idea. Yeah, they need a giant one that you can just lower on top of the whole mountain. Though, I don't know how many Chinook helicopters you'd need to do that. Elon Musk has a team of them. Probably, right? Then again, you know, I still have the idea for the for the space sunshade. You just block out the sun for like probably gotta do it for like two weeks and you reverse global warming. You know? Go. (laughs) Go. And just roll up the shade and be like, all right, let's go. But you know what would happen? They'd roll out the shade and they wouldn't be able to close it. So then we'd be in constant darkness and like Oh, but it'd be great. You know the skiing? Seemed like a good idea at the time. You know skiing? Just put some lights out there. We got skiing going on. <laughs> so A-Basin opened on October 17th. The second resort in the country to open following Wolf Creek the day before. They have been the only resort open in Colorado since Winter Park closed Mary Jane on May 21st. The resort will have been operational for 231 days. Damn, that's pretty they impressive. saw 262 inches of fresh snow this season and currently have a 48-inch base. Huh. I love A-Basin. It is like probably one of my favorite ski resorts in the country. 231 days of skiing. Damn. Were possible if you... Not that you really, there's really nowhere to live right by A-Basin, which is kind of crazy. The way Dude, it's... You bring your camper, man. You got to bring out your RV. A lot of folks do. RV in that tiny thing. parking lot. Well, it's Hell weird the yeah. way you have to like. There's nowhere you could actually live that's less than like 15, 20 minutes away. That's like as close as you can get, which yeah. is in a way is kind of nice because you don't have like the luxury nonsense condos and crap and big lodges and all stuff kind of wasting space there. You park yeah. your car if you're in that front lot. You walk right onto the lift. If you got to go through a tunnel because you came in late, you got to go through a tunnel, but you're right there, and boom, you got epic skiing. Oh. All over the place. So, congrats to A Basin keeping it real. Well played. Well played. And speaking of not being well played, one oh. final story. One final story is Snowbird, which we love. Gotta love, love Snowbird. Snowbird. Uh, it's great because it's kind of rustic. You're just there to ski, man. Military. You're just there to ski, but it's in a great area. So, six terrain. So the new Snowbird tram cabin was damaged during installation. So one of the new cabins being installed on Snowbird's aerial tram fell Saturday during installation, causing significant damage. You know what? I don't mind that so much because it wasn't running. It was, they were putting it up, something slipped, bada bing, bada bang, oops, my bad. We got it fucked up tram now so now there's a tram that's really nice and perfect and another one that's pretty dented so if you get the dented one that's got to be something like nice maybe i wonder if they're um, gonna like give us like some other resort it's like you guys can use this that's right we're jacking that's up the price of, of 
we're jacking up the price of season passes and we're getting a new one. It's like JP. You get like the dilapidated one. The it's still better than the current one. Bad one. I know the current one wasn't built to like run with that much capacity. I, I don't know how they're still running it. Anyway. So they're saying the Aero Tram fell Saturday doing insulation, causing significant damage. Thankfully, the incident occurred in a closed construction area at the base of the mountain. No one was injured. Um, and they're saying they said it was an equipment malfunction, and they're investigating, of course, because there's I gotta believe there's a ton of like there's there's a insurance claim somehow in this. Um, and they're they're saying upgrades are being carried out by the by Doppelmeyer Graventa. And Doppelmeyer is the name you see that on a lot of trams everywhere uh, throughout the world. Um, the and Swiss don't make mistakes like this. This was an inside job. Like this was not a mistake of us. They're they're arguing. They're not even. It's not even insurance. They're just the arguing as whose fault it was. The Swiss don't do this. That's right. This is not Swiss. This is American. Yeah. And then the union guy, the the teamsters, looking at him like "f you yeah. guy." <laughs> like, uh, so upgrades to the tram being carried out, um, and Doppelmeyer is one of the original manufacturers of the tram. So it includes new cabins with a rooftop, viewing decks, new controls, bull wheels, and other upgrades. So uh, there was a tweet that the new cabin is damaged beyond repair, and thankfully no one was injured. So they're saying the thing was it probably fell and who knows, maybe rolled. Like I would love to see. You know, somebody has that on video. Hopefully there was a GoPro inside there. That's Conveniently. Right. That's right. This is freaking extreme. Um, extreme tram installation. <laughs> so they're, they're saying it was uh, the red and blue cabins were manufactured in Switzerland by CWA Constructions and had just arrived in Utah. Um, and they said they're going to work to replace the likely damaged beyond repair red cabin in time for the 2022-23 winter season. Um, and they're working to plan to have at least partial tram service for the summer. So I guess it was going to open in the summer. And I don't know what they were going to do. I don't know if they're going to use it for just trips, observation, or mountain biking, or, or what. But it was going to reopen in late June. So that might be limited and then they're gonna get everything back for ski season which is promising so if you're planning your trip out there still plan it it's gonna be okay but um yeah and then they talk about other trams that were destroyed and i don't like thinking about that so well they're also like custom made with long lead times so i don't know if they could even get one made in time probably not it sounds like let me ask you this. So these are custom made. They're great. The engineering behind them is great, but couldn't they get the guys from pit my ride to make a tram? <laughs> Pretty awesome. It'd be like a Chevy going up there or something like with a TV and a whole bunch of crazy stuff. On Yo there. dog. I heard you like skiing. <laughs> pit my tram. Pit my tram. Just, just right? get an old tram, like TVs, but like, well, no, like I'm know. sure they could fabricate something with like an old uh, container, you know, the whole containers, right? Yeah, old container thing with a stripper pole in the middle. You got it going. We got a dog. We got this. Yeah, who's a uh, exhibit? I think he can make that shit happen. <laughs> Exhibits building trams now. Forget CWA. Building trams, Forget yo. Doppelmeyer. You got exhibit. Do you get exhibit and you get um yeah Wu Tang and we're talking about Tram City. <laughs> talking Compton's getting a tram. <laughs> the Compton Aerial Tram. Why not? Right. 
Compton to uh, what's near Oakland, right? Or no, it's uh, Southern California to to Inglewood. Would be a good place. Can we get to from there? Ice Cube, Ice Tea. One of the ices can like sponsor it. It'd be great. It's a great project. It could be part of the uh, Kanye. They need to rant. alleviate. Oh, Kanye Rand speeds one. Kanye. The Kanye Rand. tram. They're just a Yeezy tram. Yeezy tram. Oh, it could be shaped like, like a Yeezy. sneaker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go right to like, you could have one of these from like LA to like Santa Monica. There you go. That's not a bad idea. That's not bad. Anaheim to Los Angeles. How about that? <laughs> you see the LA Kings and the Anaheim Ducks play like on a tram. Where are you going? It. I'm tramming it. It would take forever by car. So, you know, use a tram. Yeah. It's all gridlock. So you just tram that thing. Boom. How far is that? I love it. That's not that far, right? 40 miles, maybe 30 miles. That's not bad. Yeah, not bad. <clears throat> all right. Well, that wraps up the old ski news. So we don't really have a main topic right now because we don't, we got a couple of interviews. We're actually in the process of hooking up. So we have some cool interviews to get you through this long, hot, gross, weird summer we're going through. It's just, it's just started. Like it hasn't even officially started. It's like it's Memorial Day is unofficial. It's hot down here right now. It's horrible. But, but it's pretty humid here. Not super hot yet, but we're going to just, not have a main topic today, and we're going to roll right into Under the Ropes. There's been some good stuff. Mario, do you want the first one, or do you want me to take it? I think I think you, you'll be good at this. I'd be happy to. Be I got a honor. lot of comments, but, you know. It'd be an honor to. Surprisingly, Surprising to no one. Disturbing <laughs> reports of sexual assaults in the metaverse. What? I know. I thought this was a safe place. Disturbing accounts of women being sexually assaulted and harassed in the metaverse are racking up, according to online watchdogs. One 21-year-old woman says she was raped within one hour of being in the metaverse. Nice. I'm not laughing. At the rape. I'm laughing at the metaverse oh, no. part of it. I'm laughing that it's happening in the metaverse and this is affecting people. It's a goddamn video this, game. This is according to a new report from Some of Us, a nonprofit advocacy organization and online community that campaigns to hold corporations accountable for a variety of alleged infractions. The report I, titled I Metaverse lawsuits right here. Metaverse, a cesspool of toxic content takes a deep dive into allegations of a woman being virtually gang raped hate speech and content moderation issues at meta the controversial rebrand of facebook inc the young woman who works as a researcher for the group who has who led into a private room at a party on horizon worlds a metaverse platform released by meta last december in the u.s and canada that allows users to gather with others play games and build their own virtual worlds <laughs> she has claimed her avatar was then raped by a user while another watched and passed around a virtual bottle of vodka and others could be seen watching through a window in a chilling video clip released by some of us one avatar is recorded saying check this out it's a free show 
Oh, getting it. Getting down with that gritty you heard. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Meanwhile, the bystander <laughs> avatar. Okay, we got to say, we don't condone rape in any way, but this is well, just. Of course not. It's just a, it's a. I'm it's actually a, watching like, the video now and it's just bizarre. It's a psychotic. Delu- we talked about this a little bit before the podcast started. If you've watched Westworld. That's exactly well, what this thing. is. You're able to go into a world with no consequences. Don't you think people are going to do the most fucked up stuff that they can't do in the real world? Of course they will. That's the kind of monkey DNA we have. What else would you expect? People just hanging out and like, hey man, let's talk about like how cool sunflowers are. They're amazing. What else do you think is going to happen? Yeah, I just... Uh... So she went to a private party. I'm just saying. You know, take the stage was set for some of this, and I don't know. You got entrapped. You got trapped in there. So, but you know what saves you is <laughs> looking at the face of creepy Mark Zuckerberg and wondering why this happens in in an environment that he's kind of sponsoring or creating or promoting. Um, if there's anyone who would be a complete rapist in that world, it'd be Zuckerberg. Yeah, I'm, su- I'm surprised people... Well, what I'm wondering is now, is like, is it like a free-for-all? Or is it like, you know, Sims, right? Sims, they had... You can only do certain things. So do they... They apparently allow anything to go on, but was it that it happened in a private room, or can this go on like anywhere? You're at a metaverse walking down the street and it happens or you're in a bus or you know like Mm -hmm. what are the rules or are there no rules it sure sounds like there are no (sighs) rules so we were talking about this earlier anytime you make a virtual world where people are not not really accountable according to the today's laws and stuff like that you're gonna get creepy shit like you're gonna get a lot of this is probably the tamest of the crap that the bad crap that goes on there. So I don't know. It says if you have some moderation, right? And once you moderate it, then you theoretically are a an editor of it, and you own it, and you're responsible for the stuff that happens there. And nobody wants to take ownership of that or responsibility of it, but. You got to think about that before you enter the metaverse because uh, I don't know. It's yeah, craziness. They, uh, it also says that the watchdog also noted that VR users have long reported problems with sexual harassment, verbal abuse, racial slurs, and invasion of personal space on a myriad of apps. Again, who is using this software? Who is using VR? Yeah. Is it people who are super good looking and doing lots of athletic things in the real world and have a lot of friends and, and great healthy relationships. Pretty sure it's not pretty sure it's the people who are weirdos who are social outcasts who have met, you know, some sort of mental health conditions who are like, I can't do this in the real world. I can't even get my stuff together to go ask a girl out on a date. So I'm going to do whatever I want in this metaverse. I'm going to show them who the man is. Like that's the kind of psychotic person who is going into the metaverse in the first place. Yeah. Well, you know what? If the, 
mass shooting happens in the metaverse. Yeah, that's bad, but at least it's not happening in the real world. Maybe I don't know, but maybe it's desensitizing people to it. Um, I don't know. I'm, I get pissed off of the metaverse. So here's where I get pissed off, right? It could do amazing things. And you know what it's used for? People walking around, buying fake clothing, but doing stupid shit. You know what I want VR for? Like Minority Report, where you had your little things and you're like moving windows around and you're like getting information and like you're doing work, like you're doing stuff. Maybe not catching criminals that didn't commit a crime, but that's a whole, that's a movie. I'm just saying that technology to like do my job better, that'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. But you know what they're not focusing on? That. <laughs> they're focusing on, hey, I want to walk around and party in the metaverse while, and it's probably people who knows who knows what they do for a living. Maybe they don't even work, but they're in the yeah. metaverse hanging out. It's nothing, yeah, super positive. Yeah. That's it, for sure. Productive to society. It has the potential to be, but it's yeah. really not. So I don't know. Uh, I think it's all kind of silliness and we have watchdog things on sites for non-reality, which is just amazing to me. We need Jesus, man. <laughs> we need some Jesus. A nonprofit to, to manage online community. Well, I get online community for social media. Now I get virtual reality is social media in a way, but is it reality? It's virtual social media. I get it, but it's not reality. Yeah. The line's getting blurrier though, between reality and like, what is reality? That's, that's, it's very subjective at this point. Like, what do you consider real? Right. Which is and the scary same thing. token. People are shit talking Bitcoin and, and cryptocurrency. Well, yeah. what you have this cryptocurrency, like, why is why can't you relate to cryptocurrency? Like I just I don't get it. Yeah. These are things I don't get. We have our cognitive biases, don't we? We do. We do. All right, switching on to a better thing. Well, something um, that no one should be biased against. This this is this is whoever made this could run for president. I love Maybe. this. No, they're too smart. <laughs> they're they're too way smart. too smart. Uh so there is an edible tape that will keep your burrito from spilling. Better just now, start with the burrito. I got to say, this has to, the, Chipotle better be the ones that bought or support this because there's no way that they should not be looking at this. What are so, they doing in their laboratories, Chipotle? Like, I, I get they're like coming out with like some sort of like meat tasting vegan crap. But shouldn't they have been like on top of this, like working on this, like around the clock, having some sort of yeah. tape or epoxy like edible something that could keep that burrito locked down? Well, I love it how they come out with carne asada and people are like, oh, it's very exotic and, you know, Spanish. Hey. It means it's 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 grilled steak. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? um, yeah, or pollo asada. Asada means it's grilled. That's all it is. It's grilled, <laughs> whatever. So it's so exotic sounding. Like I want some of that stuff. It's 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 asada. Asadas, they do some magical stuff. Well, they put a little seasoning on it and they chuck it on the grill, but really it's just kind or of grilled could, stuff. Or, or you never know. It's like I've only had this, this one place makes it different, tastes better than every other place. It's like the Cartman restaurant where he like uh, farts on all Asperger. the food. Asperger's. Asperger's. 
He farts it on the food and all the flavors get. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> that's this awesome. This burger tastes like pizza. It's amazing. So burritos seem like the perfect self-contained meal, but they're actually taking time moms is even a masterfully, masterfully wrapped one can come apart at the seams, leaving your hands, clothing, and, and everything around you dripping with salsa and sauces. But there's a solution. These engineering students, thank you, engineering students, have created what might be the world's first edible sticky tape that can be applied to other foods. This could happen for like grilled cheese. Like, think about it. Like, you could be like, you can grill cheese. You can do the sides of the grilled cheese so it doesn't leak out when you eat it. A sandwich, like a deli sandwich, so it doesn't come out the back. Like you stay, you tape down like, the sides. What about like reinforcing hard tacos, the bottom. That could be, yeah. It just crumble. Like I want something to be extra strong until it has my saliva on it for thirty <laughs> seconds, and then it softens. There you go. Right? So they're saying it's not the only edible form of Russian roulette. They're saying anything with a thin doughy wrapper from gyros to shawarma has a potential to create an awful mess if not diligently consumed from the inside. An additional paper wrapper that is patient, painstakingly peeled back bite by bite. So I get this, like I'm a very good hard taco eater. And people are amazed. I'm like, I'll sit there. I won't crack a taco shell. I'll just eat my tacos. I love taco. I love hard tacos, soft tacos, whatever. Burritos. I'm a taco fiend. When I go into taco like mode. Gordita. Yeah, or what's the I one that to, like Taco Bell has like the uh the soft shell around the hard shell? Yeah, the chalupa. Yep. The chalupa. chalupa. <laughs> yep. Uh my mouth is watering because when I get into taco mode, I will literally eat almost every meal that I can. I'll eat tacos for like a month or two months. And then I'm done. It's like I get out of my system and I'm good for like a year. It's weird. It's like an annual fat taco fest. It's almost but, like it's like the rut. <laughs> Yeah, I'll make tacos at home and I'll eat like eight tacos. I'll be like, how many are in the box? I think I could try to eat them all. Like I just, <laughs> dump, dump, they're dump, just, dump, they're dump, just going to go dump. stale if I don't. That's right. What? Right? I'm not eating leftover tacos. You can't heat up a hard taco. Ridiculous. One and done. It's child's play. So, <laughs> but I'll sit there, I'll eat them. And it's like, you bite, you bite them slowly. You got to hold them a certain way. And I tell you what, <clears throat> I'm a pretty good eater at that. <laughs> <laughs> was that on your resume it is that's one of my uh my skills my superhero skills eating taco, a taco. consumption exactly uh, i don't i don't spill a drop i do love that engineers are working on this and coming up with tapes <clears throat> this is this is beautiful this has a lot of applications that people don't realize like i said there's not just tacos and stuff that should be bound together think of a sandwich how many times have you eaten a sandwich and all the meat flies out the back you take one bite of that sub sandwich and the, the freaking meat just goes bloop right out yeah. or it shifts half, half the way. It's like, you know, I need something to clamp it down. Um, Chipotle is really one of the big ones. Cause uh, when they wrap those burritos, they pack so much in there. Sometimes they got to use the other wrapper because it like just totally breaks apart. It's like, ah, you're not a skilled wrapper because the skilled wrapper doesn't wrap it as tight. They, they know how to handle it. Just you need a little bit of give. Burrito, they add that touch. You got the burrito mm-hmm. touch on it. So, uh, I like this. I'm I'm a big fan of this tape. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of all the other potentials. Because I know when I get my burrito, I'm asking for extra protein. I got guacamole in there. It's yeah. definitely intense. So, 
Why do we have tape anyway? Why is tape not edible? So you put tape on something, you put tape on a note to your boss. All right, hopefully my boss will eat the tape. (laughs) (laughs) Christmas presents? Christmas presents? Eat eat the wrapping paper. Why isn't there edible wrapping paper at this point, you know? Oh, you can make edible wrapping paper out of the tape. Just wrap the entire box in tape and eat it. Just eat it. That's the problem. Too much stuff that's not edible that we have right now. Want to feed the homeless? Have all the wrapping from Christmas. Boom. Here's my Christmas present to you. (laughs) Wrapping tape. I love this. So this is called Tasty Tape. T-A-S-T-E-E. I just, I see a lot of potential with this. They have different flavors of it. What about, couldn't they use like a fruit roll-up? Like if they have fruit roll-ups, like aren't they, I guess they're not really adhesive, but they're They can have sweet and savory versions. Right. Yeah. And unflavored. John's Hawking kids, they're, they're, they're on this, man. I mean, what if the tape is so good, you want to like wrap your whole burrito in the tape? Well, then you get to, um, what's the uh, fruit by the roll? They have that tape. Fruit by the foot? Fruit by the foot. So they already have like a fruit by the foot tape. Yeah. So that's already like a sweet, you know, so this is more of a wrapping. This is like a a little piece. Yeah. I mean, could we just batter it and fry it? Wouldn't that be easier? Yeah, then you're talking about a chimichanga. I don't want a chimichanga. Is that a chimichanga? <laughs> <laughs> right, chimichanga is like a fried burrito just about. Is right? it? Yeah, I don't know if it's technically a fried burrito, but that's essentially what it is. It's a fried... Yeah, it's, I think it's a fried burrito. Mm. <clears throat> now you're going to have a chimichanga next time. You're going to be like, can you deep fry my chipotle so it stays together? Got one of those like secret menu items. Oh, they got a fryer in the back like... Uh, ah, Mr. Schneider, you asked for the uh, special. We got you. They got the little basket. They drop it down. Winky, winky. Yeah, that and the fried ice cream. I freaking used to love that. Uh, Chi-Chi's, remember? Oh, baby. You're right, yeah. A chimichanga is basically a deep fried burrito. Boom. I know my I know my burritos. Your text Max food, yes. Oh, my God. My mouth is certainly watering right now. I uh, remember Chi-Chi's with the... Um, yeah, I've seen it other places. It was ice cream and they wrap and they like put the fried ice cream. Yeah, the fried ice cream. Yeah, yeah. And they put like what was it? It was like a powdering. They rolled they they froze it. Like the cinnamon? They rolled it in cinnamon. They deep fried it. It was like mm, damn good. Got me all mouth water. I want I think tomorrow I'm gonna get some tacos. I think I'm going chimichanga. <laughs> I'm a chimichanga. You know what? I always whip by this Chipotle. So there's <clears throat> there's a uh, wing house, which is like a better Hooters because Hooters is on my shit list. Mm. And this place is just better food. And right next to it, there's a Chipotle, but it's in like a strip mall. So the wing house is like right on the street side and you see it and you can pull in. And then there's like an eye place. And the and the Chipotle right next to it, but it's in like the little strip mall part. So everybody flies by, not realizing, oh yeah, I just passed the Chipotle, and you realize it after you're done, after you passed it. So went there for the I went to Chipotle for the first time in like two years because after the whole bad press they had with the whole, but something was poisoned or they didn't handle the food right. Like everybody's like, oh no, no, go to Chipotle, it's horrible. It happened like two stores or something. It wasn't really as bad as everybody no, of course thought not. it was. And I went to Chipotle. I was like, damn, I loved it. So 
I went back like two weeks later and now I'm back on Chipotle. I'm like, I'm craving Chipotle again. Nice. Yeah. I, I can't even tell you the last time I had a Chipotle. Definitely been at least two and a half years. Yeah. It was yeah, like a but, good go-to spot. Like driving to Vermont, we'd stop at the one place like on the throughway, grab the burritos and then like good to eat. Mm-hmm. The thing is you have somebody feed you because it's a hard thing to eat while driving because there's no tape. Ah, so you like the whole, that's getting into a little psychosexual thing with your wife feeding you. Like just shove it in my mouth. (laughs) While you're driving, while you have your life in each other's hands, while you're driving, like. Ride or die. I don't even want to get in that. (laughs) I don't want to go there. But yeah, when was the last time you had Chipotle? And I had, it was delicious. I was like, damn, I don't know. And they got good food. Yeah, they're legit. And that Bodie is, he's starting to eat like everything under the sun. We went out to Outback earlier and he got a filet six ounce filet and a full rack of ribs nice ate it he's like Bro. he's like can i order that i'm like order what the hell you want man if you're gonna eat it order it. so he ate till he was stuffed and i was like and it's funny like earlier in the day like i got home and i'm like how much do you weigh like you gotta you know we're trying to get him he plays hockey we, you know his coach wants him to gain weight and all so he worked out today <laughs> he he Went to Hope. He did the uh, the food bank thing, and then he worked out. And he was wearing a uh, a weighted vest while he was um, he, oh he skated, did skate and shoot. And he worked out, and he's wearing a weighted vest while he was skating for like oh, wow, the hour. Nice. And I'm like, that's great. He's like, oh, I'm so wiped out after wearing that thing. And I'm like, all right, well, well let's weigh you, weighed him. He's the same weight as when he left um, school earlier in the year. You should have weighed him after the ribs and the fillet. <laughs> Oh, he was pissed though. He was like, that's why he ate the ribs and the filet. He's like, I gotta, I gotta pack on the what protein. Charge, bro. yeah. I was like, whatever, man, you're working out a lot. So tons of protein. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's hard sometimes at that age to pack on weight. Cause you just burn it up. Yep. Ah, so, uh, that's a fun age. It's just funny. And he was, he, it was funny. Cause like he used to be so like, oh, I don't want to eat this. Oh, I don't want to eat that. Like now he's like, just give me something to eat. I'm starving. I love it. I'm like, all right, just eat everything you want, man. Yeah. Well, we got one more final story. And this is a really short one. So I don't even know how to like go from ribs and steak to this. I know how, because you could put a Chipotle right in this thing. How about an underwater Chipotle? That's right. Why not? Right. Oh, like you have a swim up bar. Why not? Like, Hey, I'm swimming in a pool. Hey, you want some Chipotle? One burrito. So there's a company called UEP. It's an U-boat works. And if you don't know what a U-boat is, it's an underwater boat, also known as a submarine. This is a tribute to the naval people from Memorial Day, I I think. Yes, this is a... This is... It's bizarre. So it's an underwater entertainment platform, UEP which presents a new class of exceptionally spacious, privately operated entertainment submarines that can carry up to 120 guests, excluding crew and staff, in a fully conditioned environment to a depth of 200 meters. You like goddamn Captain Nemo in this thing. Yeah, it offers over 150 meters squared, so 1,600 square feet. So think like a, like a good-sized condo of configurable venue space that can be tailored to the operator's requirements. A Michelin star underwater restaurant, one-of-a-kind casino, unique conference location, 
world's most exclusive wedding venue. The possibilities are only limited by your imagination. How about an underwater ski slope? What's up with that? Oh. Boom. Are you ready to have your mind blown? Yes. You have this site is awesome. And <laughs> the graphics they have are just phenomenal. Like it's like luxury beyond luxury. Picture this attached to little things that go up and down to your air yacht. Boom. Oh, dude. You air yacht this shit, be like, I'm going underwater, on the water, and then up in the air. You got all all modes of transportation. This, the only, like, the only the step little... beyond this is going into outer space. So 1,600 square feet. They have the different layouts that you can look at. You know, the restaurant, the casino, the wedding venue. The goddamn casino. Do you know what kind of what's going down at that casino? <laughs> if you're going to like, yo, man, I'm going to a casino in a submarine. <laughs> We're going international waters. Like there is, like shit's going down. Shit's going down. You're in international water already. So it's a free for all. Mm-hmm. And then you're just like, yeah, talk about the metaverse being bad. This could be really kind of shady. I'm just wondering who's buying this. Like, what kind of like nut job is buying a private submarine? And not that Dude. I'm hating. I'm I'm actually quite jealous. Do you realize how how much freaking money is out there? LeBron James announced today that he just became a billionaire. Billion with a B. Yeah. I'm like, that's incredible. There's a ton of people with money. Yeah, a lot of money out there and we got to figure out a way like some of our contributors if you can contribute more like we want to live the dream as well yeah I mean you know you can set your game up a little bit and pay a little bit more I really appreciate that at a zero two on the end of that like help you know yeah why not our contributors are good we love them they're great we love you guys but this this thing is is cool can you imagine having this you know some rich guy is going to have one of these in his pool we're going underwater he doesn't even know he doesn't even know how much money he has I'm putting in my damn pool do, do rich people like really rich people have bigger bathtubs because like think about like when you <laughs> lay in a bathtub like my son is not even five and when he like lays in the bathtub like that's like perfect size for him like imagine <laughs> if you had like a giant bathtub that you could actually like put your arms up and lay in and have like enough room if you're super rich, aren't you going into your pool naked? You don't care. Yeah, you but don't you want to like... You got a pool like a, guy. You like got a, a bubble clean. bath, jacuzzi. Like I know like jacuzzi tubs, I guess. But what about like a giant bathtub? Is you got weird? a hot tub. Hot tub. Yeah, but you're not laying down flat in a hot tub. If you're rich, you are. What's you Shaq? Private hot tub. What's Shaq? Does he have like a special Shaq tub? Oh, I can imagine Shaq has a gigantic hot tub. Dude, Shaq tubs. Dude, did you see the Shaq? Shaq probably has one of these. Attached to the Shack yacht might. that he has, like yeah. the you know, Shack, so think about Shack that you have a yacht and you have one of these attached to your yacht. Like, hey, you guys want to go underwater? We'll just like see some stuff and then come back up. And the comparison Shaq telling Barkley, like, hey man, you want to come on my on my submarine? Hey, <laughs> knucklehead, that's terrible. I'm not going on that. <laughs> terrible, dumbass, dumbass, oh, my head off thing. <laughs> this thing's not Shaq would be like, no, no, I got it built for like an NBA player. It's like yeah, imagine super, like how tall it has to be for like a Shaq submarine. Yeah, I mean this thing looks pretty goddamn tall already. It's freaking awesome. Sixteen hundred feet, that's that's bigger than my uh that's about the same size as my condo. Look at that. <laughs> and that's without the top. They got a top deck that you can just hang out and when you're above water, yes. That's like me having a whole deck on top of my place. And like I love this picture of wherever they're showing this. What is it, like Monte Carlo or something? Of course. Monaco looks amazing. 
I, I think we have to make a trip to Monaco and just see the crazy, amazing stuff they got. Dude, I love, I love that one Chappelle show. Or maybe, no, I don't think it was a Chappelle show. I think it was actually Dave's stand-up where he's talking about like when he meets like his friends, like his friends, like where he grew up, like went to their house and like they have all this like nicer stuff. <laughs> he goes back to his house and he's like, looks at his parents and he's like, y'all got to step your game up. <laughs> like, y'all got to step your game I just picture up. like, you know, like you look at people who like, look at this and you kind of look at your parents and you're like, we don't have a freaking submarine, man. You got to step your game up. Dude, I bet you Larry David has one of these. <laughs> oh, dude. You know what I heard? I heard like when they syndicate those shows, like, you know, they talk about like, oh, they're making this many hundred millions for Seinfeld. That's only for like three or four years. They like keep renegotiating that syndication. Yeah. That's like, crazy. It's just like a fountain of money. A fountain of money, just puking money to them. Yeah. It's crazy. God damn. It only takes three crew, 80 passengers, three crew, 10 staff. So what's the difference between crew and staff? Crew is who's piloting it and staff is like... I think so. Like people who just like... and stuff. Yeah. What if you want more staff? What yeah. if you don't trust that crew? I want somebody to do my nails, my feet, get a facial secu- on there. What's security? What is security? Is that considered crew or staff? Your neighbor. <laughs> definitely what if you that guy security. work in security? Well, you could try to cross like... Get a big crew member you can beat some people up, like ex ex Navy SEAL or something like that. Like it's just, maybe he'll double. It's just eighty passengers. What if you have like a fatty convention in your submarine <laughs> at six? Going for forty. Is it like for a 40. weight limit thing? Yeah, is it by size? Like it is a submarine. Do you have to worry about oxygen? How long could it stay underwater? Eighteen hours of endurance. Yeah, they're saying eighteen hours with one hundred and twenty guests. So. Are you packing people in? I mean, you're almost doubling up. Yeah. The standing room only, or is it, or is it topside if you're on the top of the water? Mm. So many know. questions. We should get a sales rep on the phone right now. That and the, and the area. I want to combine the two. So oh I want to make money by combining these two ideas into some fabulous. Instead of and I've already got line. I've already got the tagline. Air, sea, fuck the land. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> land fuck is for land. poor people. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> poor people travel. And then you have the commercials where people are like, you know, with a cart or like a rickshaw, like just by foot. Like, nope. It's just you like oh, in your air yacht, yacht, like just giving the middle air finger. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how's that running going down there? <laughs> the more uh, sophisticated way to travel. That's right. Damn. Damn, it's pretty nice. Yeah. All right. Thanks for making me feel bad about the shit that I've done. I got to step my game up. Yacht to yurt. <laughs> yacht to yurt. Air yacht to this ocean thing. Wow. Love it. All right. Work. Well, that wraps up the old podcast of the week. Thank you so much for listening. Check us out. Skibonepodcast.com. Send us an email. Skibonepodcast at gmail.com. Find us on the socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Untapped, at Ski Bump Podcast. Go to your favorite podcasting apps, rate, subscribe. You got to shop, skibumpodcast.com slash shop. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Stay high, stay polluted. See you.